0: Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. Co laborers. I know you'll be like, okay, wow, what is that? Co laborers. But the title of my message is called Walk with Him for Possibility. Walk with Him for Possibility. You may want to say, okay, who is this hymn? The hymn there is Walk with God for possibility. One of the things with us as Platform Church is the fact that we try to make you understand that as much as God has given us the ability, it is also our responsibility for us to work with Him. And this is one of the things in which I like about this very particular ministry. I remember two, two, two Sundays ago, if I'm not mistaken, my wife preached about a very powerful message on the issue of doubt and how doubt can stop us from working with God or also how doubts can, can delay us from us getting into the things of God. But today, I want to deal with the concept on how we can work with God for possibilities and also show you people in the Bible who have actually worked with God for possibilities and also how you can also work with that same God for possibilities in this time. See, trust me, where we are currently now, we need to pull some certain intelligence and that very particular intelligence that for us as a church is called intelligence of the God mind. How do we now begin to appropriate our thinking with the divine to be able to walk some certain reality? But now let's see how we need to walk this very particular walk. But before we go into our content for today, let's look at the Bible. Let's look at what the Bible is saying. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 10. Let's see what the Bible is saying here. The Bible says here, you say and you had he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. He said, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedient. He says, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. He said, but God, I don't about to, you know there's always that thing about but God he says here but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherein he loved us even when we are dead in sins, even when we are dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved. You see, even when we are dead in sins, um, had he quickened us together with Christ. You've been quickened together with Christ. Now in verse 6, he says, um, he had raised us up together and has made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We've been raised up with Christ. I don't know about you. But we've been raised up with Christ. Christ is seated now in heaven with the Father. We currently are seated now with heaven and with the Father. Because why? We operate with God from the spiritual point But yet, we are still here physically rotting out possibility. Now, let's look at what verse 7 says. Verse 7 here says, You say, that in ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his glory, I mean, the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. You say, For by grace ye are saved through faith, and not of your own self. It is a gift of God, not of work, lest any man should boast. You say, For we are workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good work which God had before ordained that we should work in them. I'll read this verse 10 again because this is where I am going to be pulling out the possibility that we need to rot out at this very particular point in time. It says here, you say for we are his workmanship. Some certain um, um, scripture says we are his co-laborer. other one says again we are a co-partaker but here it says we are his workmanship. Created in Jesus Christ unto good work, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. It had been before ordained that we should walk in them. So which means our ability for us to be able to wake up, to look at the works that has been ordained for us to be able to walk in them it had been ordained. You just need to be able to awaken to what had been ordained and fall into that very particular place. I have this very particular saying. I say, God will only pay for a product that he ordered for. If God ordered for that very particular fried rice and chicken, he will pay for it. Maybe the reason why you are struggling on some certain things you are doing now, are you sure that you are falling in the line of the things that God had before ordained concerning you or you are just doing your own emotions or doing your own concerns or doing your own pain? He had before ordained that we should walk in them. There are some certain solutions God wants to route out on this very particular planet. But you and I need to be able to come together and co-labor with him. Let's look at another test In the book of Colossians, I mean, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 6 to verse 11. The Bible here says, He said, I have planted Apollo watered, but God gives the increase. So then, neither is he that planted anything, neither is he that watered, but God giveth the increase. Now, he that planted and he that watered are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Now, in verse, in verse 9, here says, He said, For we are laborer together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. Verse 10 here says, according to the grace of God, which he has given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builder thereupon, but let every man take heed how he builded thereupon. For no other foundation can no man lay than this which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, this is where I want to take it to. I want us to look look at verse verse, verse 9. The verse 9 here says, "He says, for we are laborer together with God Ah, you know just reading that very particular thing I feel blessed knowing too well that God called me a co-laborer with him which means I am joining him in partnering with that very particular company that he actually has created I am a co-laborer co-laborer there means together which means every resources that god has is available for me if god want to build something in china i am a co-laborer to build that thing with china with him if god wants to route new possibility in south africa where you are currently watching me from if god want to route that very particular possibility i am a co-laborer i don't know about you i want you to say to yourself i am a co-laborer with the divine say it one more time i am a co-laborer with the divine you know the reason why i like, you? I, I, I like saying you should say this things because when it sits in your mind to understand that when you get to a particular place and you see some certain things that are not working do you know what the master does the master asks you a question hey darling do you notice that this very particular thing needs to be fixed and you're like okay god i hear you so what do we do he said no you you need to do this you need to do this you need to do this i've empowered you to do this part and stop because why we are co-laborer his interest is to make sure that you will be able to route to those very particular mystery because why he has given us all things. He wants us to be a co laborer. And this is the thing as I'm saying this, the Holy Spirit is dropping this. Until Mary agreed, Jesus would not have been born. I hear a lot of people say, okay, if Jesus were, if God was concerned, how come it took God this I mean, almost close to thousands of years for Jesus to be born? I said to them point blank, I said, God has been trying to speak to people, but because of what God wants to do, a man needs to agree because how can a man be born from a woman? And yet, no man's seed is transplanted in that very particular woman. It takes some certain faith. It takes some certain agreement for you to say, ha, let's do this. So Mary could understand. And he said, let it be according to you. God was looking for that statement. to say, I choose to co-labor with you, God. Because as far as this is concerned, I know you can't come down from heaven. And your intelligence in which you have built to make this earth to be where it is today. You will never be able to come down. But you need man to agree. Mary was able to say, I am going to co-labor with the divine. For me to be able to bring the possibility of Jesus to become a reality here on earth. I want you one more time to say, I am co-labor with God. Ah. say it again I am co-laboring with God do you know what you are doing when you say that very particular statement you are opening your heavens you are opening your possibility because the angels right now they are saying we like what this person is saying let's go and do this let's go and solve that problem in in Kailisha let's go and solve that problem in Secunda. let's go and solve that problem in Lagos Nigeria or probably let's go to Kinshasa and solve that problem because why we are co-laborer with the divine and also let's look at my final scripture as I begin to get into the, into the content of today, in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, oh, Jeremiah chapter 1, I, 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 I just feel God hand upon my life right now in terms of how we need to co-labor with God. Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 4. Now this is the story, we all know the story too well. It's a story of Jeremiah, how Jeremiah gets into the things of him. But let's just see the story in full so that we can then be able to bring this very particular thought in a proper context. The Bible says in verse 4, He said, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou comest out of of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto nation. Then I said, Ha! Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the, but the Lord said unto me, Say not I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand, I mean, then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have these days set thee over nations and over kingdoms, to root out and to pull down, and to destroy and to throw down, and to build and to plant. Now, this is the thing here where it gets very interesting. He said, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, What seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an outmored tree. Then he said unto me, Thou hast seen well, for I was hasting to pass have it. And the word of the Lord come unto me the second time, saying, What see it thou? And I said, I see, I see, I mean I see a seen, seen pot for the face thereof is towards the north. Do you see the thing here that I want you to understand? Jeremiah at this very particular point. God was busy calling Jeremiah for some certain co-laboring business. But Jeremiah was trying to come up with his own excuse. Was trying to put his own shortfalls and his own, his own fears and biases. But do you notice something? God was not interested in listening to Jeremiah's voice. He was restricted in Jeremiah's obedience to say, come, let us co labor Now, this is a responsibility then. Now, the responsibility in which he has given Jeremiah in verse 10, we can see. You say, I have given thee this day. Maybe for you currently streaming and you're watching me now, you are saying, I don't know what God has given you this day, something to do. But he wants you to come so that you guys can co labor to make that thing a possibility. As much as you call the supernatural to happen, there must be a natural dimension for the super to operate in it. That is why it's supernatural i tell people i said you can't be calling the super god to be able to route some, some some certain possibility in your natural realm without you playing your part it's like saying somebody who is believing god for a job you 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 don't have any cv you've not submitted any cv to any company but yet you are praying god i need a job calm down Come down. Have you submitted your CV? Have you have you called people to say, I am looking for something. Can you help me with that? It is when you have submitted that CV that you now pull the supernatural. That God, I am pulling the super on this very particular CV. That as it gets to that very particular door, let my CV be the one that they pick and me be the one that they employ. Why? You are pulling the supernatural on those natural things in which you have done. One more time, say it. I am co-laboring. With the divine. See, the divine wants to do wonders, signs, and miracles. He wants you to to, to become an amazement to your world. But until you are awakened to the consciousness to understand that you are co laboring with the divine, the possibility that you will still struggle, the chances are very high. Now, these are the things in which I want you to understand that when God appoints us, He empowers us. His faithfulness to provide all that you need has been guaranteed. When He has called you to do some certain things, He has empowered you. I remember when God called me into the full time ministry. And I say, God, I don't know how to be able... I, I'm just a talk show host. I'm very good at having a communication with people where if they talk, I respond, I ask questions. God, I'm chill with that. But I don't understand how you want to call me. But you know the funny thing? God was showing me my possibility. I remember he showed me a particular vision on the things in which he has called me to do, make me to understand that he has set me above nation, that the people of this world will come to the brightness of my rising. But do you know the funny thing? If I did not start possibility that often now i will still be sitting there wishing being frustrated that i did not take that very particular decision now this is the thing here when i chose to co-labor with the divine now this is a funny thing everything that i need to come to place begins to come to place in that same space i got married in that same place platform church started in that same place god begins to open new doors for me so that i can be able to rot his possibility so one more time saying i am co-laboring with the divine. Now, this is the thing in which I want you to understand. That laboring with the divine is discussing about things that needs to happen here on earth. See, I remember my message, the message my wife preached about two Sundays ago, where she said that God did not create you for entertainment. You are not just here on earth for you to just sit and be dancing and, like, like how do we say it in those days, be dancing a Willow or dancing Michael Jackson, trying to do backflips and from Smith or trying to just be a worshiper. person. No, God did not call you for that. You are very important. No creator will ever create anything without an intent backing that thing. This very particular mic you are seeing currently, whoever created this very particular mic, the company understand that. This mic product will be used to be talked upon the same way also you were created for a purpose. You need to awaken to that reality and you co-labor with him. Now, these are the things here. Where are the aspects that God, and this is the thing when I was when God was instructing me to put this very particular content and to address it and to say it to you. And I was saying to God, God this cool laboring thing. It's going to be very heavy. Where do you want the people to operate? And he says, I want them to operate on the seven influence, the seven mountains. And this is the thing that I want you to understand. This very particular scripture is taken from the concept for us as platform, to we are pushing God's agenda. As it was stated in the book of Isaiah chapter two and Micah chapter four. I, I'm going to paraphrase that scripture. It says um, that the house of the Lord, shall be exalted above all mountain the house of the lord shall be exalted above all mountains he says and the people will say come let us go into the house of the lord that that very particular house will teach us his way so that we may know how to apply them daring in the things which means with the body of christ we carry the answer to entertainment we carry the answer to medium we carry the answer to government we carry the answer to religion we carry the answer to family we also carry the answer to education now, the seven mountains of which we are going to be talking about, we have one of the mountains called art and entertainment. Currently now, who do you know that is sitting in the art and entertainment industry? See, what we see now happening in the art of entertainment industry is because there is a hand that is there that is possibly not from God. That is why we can see all the nonsense that has been happening. And we, the church, we are here sitting complaining, binding the devil from four years, but yet we refuse to step into the place for us to be able to pull the possibility ourselves. When they ask us, church, let's come together to produce. For instance, one of the big things I, I pray that I say this thing, somebody will catch this revelation because I want to see it happen in this country. For instance, me, me and my wife Jada, we sat there. We let God bless the church with resources. Oh, bless the church resources. There is no Christian soapy in this country. Please, if you know one, you can tell me. No Christian soapy that runs from Monday to Friday. But yet you have other soapies that run from Monday to Friday. And the way they bastardize and scandalize the gospel, yet we sit in our home and we clap. We're like, yeah, this program is good. But has the program blessed your life? The mountain of art and entertainment. What is entertaining you? Is it... The thing that is entertaining you, is it keeping you down or is it elevating your spirit? Yes, it is good for us to be able to have something that we can laugh to. But are we laughing to our own detriment or we are laughing to the advancement of the kingdom of God? That responsibility has been given to you and I. God says, come, let us co-label with that very particular thing. Another mountain is a mountain of business. You and I understand that the business realm in this very particular dispensation, the way the devil has manipulated that thing to the point that until you power some certain brown envelope into some certain quarters, possibility for you to get the contract, chances are not there. But the question I want to ask you, are you going to do business where business needs to be done? I know this is going to sound funny and I know a lot of people is going to hit me. It's okay. I've been doing this for quite some time and I'm used to it. I keep saying, i have no apology to anybody at this point if you think selling bible will make you rich in the business context you are joking i'm sorry it is impossible because why i have bible on my phone and i have bible everywhere as a matter of fact i have three bible and the last time i remember buying bible was three years ago because why the world is getting into the digital space. People are changing some narratives around that business environment. Can we find you a Christian occupying that mountain of business? Or you are sitting here saying that I just want to do my own thing. It's me, myself and I family. See, I hear a lot of people say me, myself and I family. If we don't wake up and co-labor with God to push some certain dimension and to shift up certain limits before we know what is going on, even you sitting at your home, the guys who are hungry, who need a solution, they will come to your house and rob you. And i'm not saying that i'm praying because why we need to be able to go into the place of business and put some certain system and structure that somebody who is in soweto who does not even have a five years business plan we can be able to fund the business and pull that very particular resources to the body of christ because why he has called us for us to be able to occupy that mountain the mountain of business what are we doing concerning that we also have the mountain of education the mountain of education co labor with God with the mountain of education. How do we begin to look at the mountain of education and say, that's why, for example, if you look at education, all of a sudden they are busy reducing the marks simply because they are trying to accommodate people to pass. No! Excellent needs to be done on that very particular place. If one plus one is two, let it be so. Because why? we can see the rudiment of one plus one is two, don't come and tell us one plus one is 11, and yet you want to pass the person to go to the next class, and you wonder why the system, why people are not having full information to engage some certain possibility. When you are not educated in the things in which you need to know, I promise you, you will live under somebody no matter who you are. Education. And education, I'm not talking about going to the four wall of a school. Education can be an online methodology of how to teach people to push on certain things. I know you are listening to me. Maybe God has called you for you to start a training school. Online training school, it is possible. I tell people, I say, there's a lot of online material you can find on YouTube. Can we find your own content there? Or you are sitting down and wishing, you know, God, if you can help me. God God is saying, I have helped you. You stand up. The mountain of education. The mountain of family. This touches my heart. The mountain of family. We can see how the devil is trying to rewrite the order of family. Where it is no more Adam and Eve. It is now Adam and Steve. And you are wondering what the hell is happening. Trust me, the church is doing nothing. That's the reason why the person who is sitting at that top of that mountain. He is writing the order of how we can see the family. Where all of a sudden you cannot even correct your own child. Because why? If you correct your child, they tell you it's an abuse your child steal your child is doing evil you cannot spank the child simply because why i have my right ha! the mountain of family what are we doing in that mountain do we have voice that are currently speaking maybe god is putting this message for you to look at the mountain of family and say begin to pull some certain possibility because why he wants to walk with you with the mountain of family On another mountain also is the mountain of government Government is very important. There is a culture that operates in this very, all these mountains that I'm mentioning. But in the mountain of government, because we need to understand, in the Bible we call to understand in Romans chapter 12 verse 1, whereby he says no authority such as has been given by God, but the people who are sitting there are dead from God. Or like I will say later on, oh, they are brambles who are here to kill us. But yet we, the church we sit down. We don't want to go into politics because we say it's a dirty game. If you say politics is a dirty game and nobody's going in there, if dirty people keep doing dirty politics, then that's the reason why we still experience dirty experience in our government. You who claim that you are very clean, how come you're not there? And this is me putting it as a challenge to you. Get into politics. Guarantee government. Go do something with your life. Make sure that you come there, you bring some policies that can be able to, to adjust. One of the big things in which I am praying in my time, and I'm a voice around that very particular space, I can't wait for this continent of Africa to be borderless. I keep saying to people, I said, I don't understand why I need from my bedroom to go into my toilet. I need a visa to pass there. Africa is my home. This is my continent. But yet, I need a visa for me to travel from Nigeria to Gabon. I do not understand that. Please, somebody help me. Because why? Even currently now, we are praying for a free trade zone. The free trade zone also has its own limitation. Because why? The people who are supposed to sit in government and politics, to be able to route that possibility, they are not there to sit there to put it... The other day I was sitting with one of the top leaders and I was saying to them, and this is the thing that pains me with that conversation. He says, No, you know, the reason why we can't be able to put and uh, we can't be the, the, the African passport, because I heard that there's an African passport, they're trying to do, we can't be able to put this passport and stuff, is because there are some certain data they need to collect from here. The guy was just saying some certain things I was angry in my heart, what I respected him because he's an elder statement. I was angry in my head, and I said to him, I said, Pam, Do you know that at the moment. The passport of South African can actually get to Nigeria. The same passport of Ghana can actually come into South Africa. Why don't we find a way of collecting that very particular data and put it on the central base while you guys are preparing to do African passport? Collect the data together first. Because by the time I, what you call, scan my passport at Orkambu, it says that I'm a Nigerian citizen. So what is again are you trying to do? He looked at me and said, um, you know, we need to see. He blew some certain political English that even made me confuse with my free mind the the mountain of government what are we doing what are we doing It is high time for us to sit down. Our continent has a potential. The reason why the Westerners are coming here to make sure that they subjugate us and to put border in our mind because they are limiting us. The other day, somebody was saying, no, when this thing is free, all of a sudden, one country will have opportunity, another one will will not have opportunity. I say, when the leaders are there, notice that South Africa is making more progress with this and the people are migrating. I will see one day if he's going to be a president of a monkey goat and sheep in his community, he will wake up. The problem is the fact that we are trying to accommodate laziness or trying to accommodate ability not to be productive in our thinking. If the president of Gabon decided to say he doesn't want to do anything, he will now become a president of goat, sheep, and tiger because that's the thing that will remain in his country. So he has to wake up and do something and call his people back to his brother. Africa is a global home. I keep saying to people and I, I say it all the time. South Africa is my hometown. Nigeria is my village. The same way you who is streaming currently now, maybe you are in you are in, 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 in Ghana and you are from Ethiopia. Ghana is your hometown. Ethiopia is your village. That's how this continent looks to look like. Maybe God wants me to say this to you so that you can then go into government and politics and begin to change that possibility. God wants to work with you. He wants you to see that the earth is of the Lord, not the Nigeria is of the Lord or the Ghana is of the Lord. The earth is of the Lord and the fullness thereof. How come it is only certain privileged people that is enjoying this politics in government and yet with the church we are looking up to the government to beg them for resources to survive? That is not our call. From what I've seen in the scripture, the Bible says that the government of the earth shall be upon his shoulder. Who is the person that carries it? It's Jesus. Can we find Jesus in the place of government and politics? If Jesus is not there, you and I, we are not walking at that very particular space. Now let's look at our final mountain. We have the mountain of religion. We have the mountain of media and religion, sorry. What is the mountain there? Religion shapes everything in which we do. That is where even the church falls into. And yet also with us as the church, we can see how people are playing. People are not giving content that we know we need to understand on how to be able to route this very particular possibility. The mountain of media And the mountain of religion, this very particular mountain, whether you like it or not, they shape how we see things. The church has the possibility of changing the mind of the people. Because while you sit every day with almost less than minimum member, 100 member in your church, ability to change the culture of that members, to begin to think Christ and to pull some certain possibility, do we do it with our religion? Or we just sit there and obey all spiritual religious gymnastics and we go home without any impact for the next generation. Yeah, I will say it. Are we going to our church to obey all spiritual gymnastics and we go home without any impact that we can make on the following day? That is us for us as platform because it's called platform. Platform for possibility. Platform for new realm. Platform for new dimension. Platform for us to be able to stand and say, I stand on this platform to rewrite the happenings around the church. Also, the mountain of media. Media has a way of informing or disinform. The reason why everyone of us are panicking, especially with this pandemic, is because media painted it in such a way that even when the truth comes out, the media still make you feel as if the truth is a lie. The reason why is because there is somebody that is sitting on that very particular place that does not want to see the possibility of that happens. Now, let me make you understand something. Matthew 5 makes us to understand from verse 13 to 16. It says, we are the light of the world. A city set on the hill that cannot be hidden. This is what I keep saying. The Bible says we are the light of the world. It didn't say we are the light of the church. I'm so sorry. He says we are the light of the world, not the light of the church. We are to go to the world and put our light in there. And not to sit in the church. All of a sudden we are all trying to fight for puppets When we were supposed to be in the marketplace. Changing possibilities. But until... You'll be like Paul and you look. This politics, this Peter, James, and John is playing, I am going to the Galatians to rock possibility. And no wonder we can see, I mean to the Gentiles, no wonder we can see what he pulled off. It is high time for you to look at what you are doing. Am I co-laboring with God or am I co-laboring with man? Because man may also help you for you to see them and co-labor with them. When you meet us as platform, we show you what you can do and tell you we all are doing this to co-labor with the divine. The divine wants to seek faith on earth. When he comes, can he find it through you, or he will be so disappointed that we are not laboring the work he has called us to labor to. Now let's also see. I want to read this very particular scripture; it's very interesting. In the book of Judges, chapter nine, from verse eight to fifteen. Now I will show you what we, the church, has done. In George's chapter 9, when the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to see this one, I remember that day I sat down and I said, God, forgive us for what we have done. George's chapter 9 from verse 8 to 15. I want you to say one more time, I am co-laboring with the divine. I am co-laboring with the divine. Now let's see, George's chapter 9 from verse eight to verse, from verse 8 to 15. The Bible says, yes. The three went forth. One, the three went forth uh, on a time to anoint a king over them, and they said unto the olive tree, Reign thou over us. But the olive tree said unto them, Should I leave my fatness, wherein by me they honour God and man, and honour God and man, and go and be promoted over trees? And the tree said to the fig tree come down and reign over us. But the fig tree said unto them, should I forsake my sweetness and my good fruit and go to be promoted over the trees? Then said the trees unto the vine, come down and reign over us. And the vine said unto them, should I leave my my wine which cherisheth God and man and go and be promoted over three? Then they said all unto brambles, come Thou and reign over us now verse 15 and the brambles said unto the trees if in truth ye anoint me king over you then come and put your trust in my shadow and if not let fire come out of brambles and devour the cedars of Lebanon do you see what this very particular thing happened here this very particular thing here says the people come and they call the olive tree the olive to represent peace. It represents freshness, which is what we, the church, carry. Come and reign over us. We are busy thinking about our church corner. And we are refusing to go into this very particular mountain. That is what the scripture is saying here in Judges chapter 9. Now, they went to meet also another group of people called the fig tree. The fig tree represents abundance. Abundance says no, we don't want to go leave this our particular thing in which we are doing. We want to stay with our abundance. We don't want people to enjoy the abundance, and the abundance refused to come and rule over. Imagine if the the, the what's called the olive and the fig tree decided to become the president of your country. Which is imagine the freshness and the abundance that will be there. But yet these two said no. They say, okay, come, let's go and meet the vine. And let's see what vine can do. Vine say you don't understand. Man, I like the fact that I'm creating the wine where when you guys are tired, you chill with me. And you know, they say, wine wine, wine makes the heart merry and stuff. So I just want to stay with my wine thing. I'm making you guys merry and all those things. I don't want to be a leader. Now, this is what pains. And this is what is happening currently in Africa. They went to meet the bramble. Now, this is the bramble. The bramble represents roughness. It represents entanglement. It represents represent pain. The moment Bramble in verse 15 on that scripture, the Bible says, And the Bramble said unto the trees, If in truth ye anoint me king over you, then come and put your trust in my shadow. He is not even saying to us, come and put your trust with me. He said, come and put your trust. What will you do with a shadow? No wonder we cannot hold our leaders accountable because why? We are only chasing shadows. It's in your Bible. I did not bring it from anywhere. No wonder we are only chasing shadows because why? We can see from the scripture that we the church have decided to go back and relax. And yet brambles are the ones ruling us. No wonder a leader will come into power because they are not governed with the mindset of Christ. All of a sudden in less than 100 days we are already feeling the pain. We are crying and wondering how come this leader is sitting here? Maybe you voted for the bramble. The bramble now is sitting there and causing you pain. And you are regretting if I had known. Until we the vine, until the vine, the olive tree, and the fig tree come together. And say it is time for us to rule over the seven mountains. We will sit here. The brambles will continue to torment us. And please, don't sit down on your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and tweet. Because that's all you can do. Your voice needs to be on the table like I am doing at this moment. Your voice needs to be on the table. There is possibility for you if you don't go up and push that possibility. Bramboos, maybe in the business, the reason why they are shortcutting your salary is because the brambo is sitting there. Maybe in in politics, the reason why we are facing the pain we are facing because brambo is sitting there. Maybe in media, the reason why we are currently suffering and begging to survive is because brambo is sitting there. What is currently sitting at the top of the mountain where you are currently occupying? That's what determine your reality. Now let's quickly see. Let's quickly see at this very particular point here. According to what I said to you guys in the book of Micah chapter 4 and Isaiah chapter 2, God wants the house of his Lord. I mean, God wants his house to be exalted. But he can only do that exaltation with you and me on the table. If we are not going to come and co-labor with the divine, we will constantly sit and wondering how brambles are the one ruling us. And yet we are sitting down wondering, how do we going to do this? The how factor? We are going to see how we need to engage on the how factor. One of the things in which I say here, God has empowered us to reach and to be a solution. Now, my thing for you here is, are you going to rise up to the occasion or you are going to sit down and complain? or right, God has called us to rise up to the demand one of the things here that I see when it comes to this very particular point here I'm saying to rise up to the demand and to the occasion is like that very particular man who was sitting by the beautiful gate see this is my own understanding about this we all have a right to, to interpret scripture my own understanding about that very particular scripture the man that was sitting by the beautiful gate and yet nothing was beautiful in his life what happened here? that is how the children of this world they are sitting currently streaming in our church hanging around us and see can this church 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 put a solution for me. That's how that man that was sitting in the beautiful gate. But he get to a particular point. Peter look at it. He says, no, I will rise up to the occasion and co-labor with the divine. This man that is hanging around the church, it is high time for him to enter into the church. And he pulled the possibility that he has in God that is rested on his inside. And the man stood up and went into the church. Maybe the reason why that unbeliever is hanging around you is because they, they, they are trying to factor out what is this about this church thing. I've heard about it but do you have the intelligence to communicate the solution that will make that man that is hanging around you to come to the church that people have actually seen the church simply because they seen the church as a begging church i tell people the church do not beg we give from the position of being blessed the reason why is because we have some certain brambles that is in the church that is making the church whereby its potency and its possibility has been shrinked to zero level where people look at the church and wonder what is this church going to do to me But I'm here to bring a counsel from the Lord. The church has a solution for media. The church has a solution for politics. The church has a solution for government. The church has a solution for family. The church has a solution for religion. Come and let's talk. I put my name on the table. Come, let's talk. And let me show you the solution that I've been able to pull from the divine. That will be able to settle the pain we are currently facing in Africa. And settle the pain we are currently facing in this very particular nation. I remember the other day I was speaking to a friend of mine. And I said, do you know that? Africa, especially South Africa, we have the possibility to pull free internet for everybody by you just finding a way of increasing the particular thing by 20 cents. And you'll be so shocked how that thing will be happening. And the lady looked at me, she said, how? I said, it's very simple. We keep increasing the price of alcohol, sugar, and stuff. To so do what? I'm so sorry to build ETOL that even now we can see that the ETOL is even not functioning properly. If you take that money and you invest that money in internet and we make sure that every day the bread you buy for 10 rand or 15 rand, you put extra 50 cent, 10 rand 50 and use that money. 50 million people in South Africa giving you 50 cent every day. Do you know what that means? You will solve the problem of internet in this country. You will solve the problem of education in this country. But the problem is the fact that as I'm saying this, I'm praying right now. Lord, let somebody be able to hear my voice. Carry this very particular voice and take it to the government and put a solution for our country. That's what the church offers. We have the solution. You increase alcohol, increase all those things. Where do we see the work? Instead of that, the brambles are pocketing in their pocket. The next minute you are noticing, the leaders are busy, shifting the envelopes within themselves. And with the church, we are sitting complaining. I pray that your eyes of your understanding will be enlightened in the name of Jesus. Also, let's get a scene. Example of men who pulled this very particular possibility. You know too that I like saying this. I like making you to understand that there are men that have pulled these possibilities. And so that you can then know that this is not Darlington talking from a position of passion. This is Darlington talking from a position that the hand of God is upon me. As I'm saying this, I'm feeling a hand on my waist here. It's the hand of God that is saying to me, my son, I have risen you to the mountain of influence. And the same way as I'm risen, I want you to come and join. Let's build the mountains. The mountains has been made for us as the church. But until we take the responsibility in our hand to pull that very particular reality, we will sit back and allow the brambles to determine what happens to us. I refuse in my generation that brambles will rule us in the name of Jesus. I stand as the voice of God. Currently right now on earth. Every brambo that is currently sitting in any of the seven mountains of influence. I stand as God's ordained servant. Stand as God's privileged son. I decree let that brambles begin to fall down. Now in the name of Jesus. And I raise men right now. Men from the body of Christ. Men I release the spirit right now to go. And begin to raise the people that will occupy these mountains, that will put the Lord's name and exalt the house of the Lord above all those mountains in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we know this is done in Jesus' name. I want you to understand this very particular thing. Example of people that I've talked about. Number one example here, Moses. Moses. We can see that in Exodus chapter 3 from verse 7 to verse 10. God called Moses and anointed him to deliver the people of Egypt, to deliver the people of Israel who were in Egypt. Now, God is calling you. He's calling you for a work of deliverance. He's calling you that you should come together. Exodus chapter 3, we can see there. When God speaks to Moses and said, Moses, go and deliver my people. My people, the voice of my people have reached to the heaven. Currently now in Africa, the voice of the people have reached to heaven. Maybe that's the reason why God has put this very particular burden upon me. To be able to communicate this intelligence, to say it is high time for the Moses of our generation to arise and stop complaining. And stop saying that I have nothing to work, you have people to work with. Enter that very particular road, we will all come together and work with you. Another person also we need to see here is a person of Esther. We can see that in the book of Esther chapter 4 from verse 12 to verse 17. Esther, Esther, she was anointed for a location. She stood up for that very... And this is the thing for me I love about Esther. Do you notice that there was no pastor in that very particular book of Esther? There was no pastor, no man of God, no prophet, no bishop, no major 22 or whatever. But yet, Esther understands the responsibility powered by Mordecai, who was motivating her to see and to say to her, woman, if you do not rise up to this occasion, if you think that the plan that Herman is planning will not meet you sitting there as a queen, you are joking. The same thing also I'm making you to understand. You think that you are sitting as a queen in your home. You have all the kind of security that is governing you. My dear, if you do not rise up, you the queen Esther, you, the king sitting at that place, if you did not rise up to the occasion to save this continent from the condemnation and the decaying, you will be so shocked, the intelligence that these people will use to enter into your fence and begin to pull you out one after the other. I pray may that day never come in the name of Jesus. Baby Esther, rise up to the occasion. Go and begin to pull your possibility. The grace to pull that for Esther. All she said to Mordecai, go and pray for me, for I am going to rise up to the occasion. Today, I am challenging you. Rise up to the occasion. Rise up to the occasion. Rise up to the occasion. The grace to rise up. It has been released into you. On another person also we see is Jeremiah. From the passage which we read, Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse, four to verse, from verse 4 to verse 19. We can see that Jeremiah, he was called to address the injustice that is happening in his country. He was called to address that. And we can see the same way also this message is calling you to address the injustice that is happening in our continent. Until you rise up. You have a prototype to look from, which is Jeremiah. That very particular grace is on you now. Rise up to the injustice of our occasion. Rise up to it. Our women are being abused. Our children are being killed. Murder is growing high. Rapists are walking around the situation. Our constitutional system and the legal system is faulty. Rise up to the occasion and begin to protect it. All of a sudden, you see a lot of criminals that are walking around free. It is only in Africa I will see a criminal will steal billions of rand, come back and be elected as a president and yet we say chairman or we call them godfather. On what grounds? Rise up to the occasion. You have the empower, you have the power to do so. Only in my country. Why? I don't know about other continents. I am in this continent. I will address my own issue until we choose to say enough is enough. I choose to become the Jeremiah and the Esther and the Moses and rise up to the occasion to this very particular thing. We will keep sitting down. Allowing Brambus, who will come steal from our pocket, steal from the government, and come back again and steal. And yet you say, No, let the law have its cause. The law that is also being occupied by Brambus, the ball is in your court. Also, we see Daniel. Daniel was a politician, despite the fact that he has the grace of God. According to the Bible, he ruled in four different dispensations. He was sitting in the position of authority. No wonder when the king asked him that you must bow down to this god, Daniel refuses because why? We need men like you to go into politics so that when they are writing that very particular constitution that will make the church become a voice that is not vo- a voice that is not recognized. No wonder during the pandemic the church was not consulted because why? Brambles were sitting there, so they have looked and said there is nobody who can speak on behalf of the church and so because of that they had the power to close the church it was shocking whereby an alcohol the winery companies they are open, they actually fight, they open at a particular point before they close it down right now in South Africa but has the church gone to put their voice there because why? There is no one representing the Daniels that are supposed to be in that very particular space to represent us, the Daniels are not there rise up to the occasion Joseph also rise up Joseph, Joseph rise up to the point that he was able to preserve his people when famine came, Joseph came up with an intelligence in another man's land. And this is a thing I like saying. I just want to put it as a, as a drive through on this very particular conversation. I am looking, one of my dreams, and I keep saying that all the time, and I will see it happens in my time before my time on earth is over. One of my dreams here is to see a Gabon man, a person from Gabon become a president in South Africa, or somebody from South Africa become a president in Nigeria. Also, because why? It is no more about the, the nation. It is about oneness, it's about who can do the job. Who can produce and who can deliver? Enough is enough whereby we do the things based on tribalism and based on the fact that now my padi paddy be this. And the paddy paddy is padding you, choking your life. Rise up to the occasion. Rise up to the occasion. This is our continent. The time for us to pull Christ in this continent called Africa. Africa has been known as one of the countries, I mean the continent that has preserved the grace. When Jesus was about to be killed by Herod, the first thing that the angel said to him, he said, go to Egypt. Egypt is currently in Africa. We are called the mothers, we preserved. How come all of a sudden, the people outside are coming to suck us dry, and yet we are sitting down, hailing them and fanning them. Rise up to the occasion. And that person again who rise up to the occasion was Paul the Apostle. We can find that very particular passage in the book of Acts of the Apostle chapter 9 from verse 10 to verse 15. From verse 10 to verse 16, he was anointed to display Jesus in its simplicity without the law of Moses and show Christ in its pureness. Moses, I mean, I mean Paul the Apostle came. He was tired of the law. He made them to understand. The Christ I saw is the one that has risen. It's the glorified Christ. He stood up to the occasion. Possibility that the angels were trying to talk to Peter, James, and John. But because their mind was closed with religion. Their mind was closed with the fact that I am loyal to this group. I'm loyal to this very particular pastor. And this is is my, my, my tribe. And so because of that, I want to protect it. And God had to raise up Paul. And Paul came to deliver us from the oppression of religion and law. That grace is also available for you. We at Platform Church, we say, we operate from the finished work of Christ. That's why we can say the rested life is a reality for us. On that person also that we did, we can see the life of Nehemiah. Nehemiah, in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2, from verse 1 to verse 10, Nehemiah decided to say, I will rebuild the world that these idiots, they have They have destroyed. I will go and rebuild the wall. The wall of Africa, the wall of the church, the wall of education, the wall of media, the wall of entertainment, it needs to be rebuilt. God wants to co-labor with you. Are you willing to come on the party or you will sit there and complain that people should go but yet you don't want to go? For the fact that it's a pain in your heart, is a concern then you are the one who is supposed to do it. That's why I like Pharaoh. When Pharaoh discovered that Joseph has decided to come with a solution, he said to him, who else again can be able to do this on you? The same thing I'm saying. Standing here as God's servant, the responsibility is on you. Rise up to the occasion. Collaborate with the divine and let's begin to change the dynamics that is currently happening in our continent. And also the final one we see here, Jesus Christ in the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 18. He said, The Lord has anointed me to set the captives free, to break the broken, I mean to, to, to deliver them that has been oppressed. We all carry the anointing. The same thing also. If Jesus carry a mandate, he co-labored with his father, that responsibility has been given to us to co-labor with the divine. Are you going to come to the party or you are going to sit there and watch the brambles continue to rule? Or you are going to wake up and say, Enough is enough of this bramble. I choose to put my name. And so what if we die on the road? It is because our next generation needs to see that, yes, our father has fought for us. The message of the gospel in which you and I is preaching currently, as I bring this very particular thought to a close, the message of the gospel in which you and I is preaching from the position of rest, it is because there are fathers like Paul the Apostles who choose to put their life on the line and they pull the possibility that we are currently enjoying. That responsibility has been put on you. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back for us to be able to just pray and to pull the supernatural to help us. And I know that currently now you're currently watching and you're looking and you want to communicate with me to say, okay, what can we do with the church? Please, the information of the church is currently available on the screen. Let's sit down and let's rewrite the narratives of Africa. Let's sit down and let's rewrite the narratives of our continent. And in all the seven mountains, the grace is on the church. I am a church boy, proudly to say so, because I carry the anointing to change the happenings in my continent, in the church, and also in the remaining six influence of mountain. That ball is in your hand. Come to the party. God wants to labor with you. Let's do this together. God bless you. That's all we have for today, but be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, Family of Rest.